Welcome, True Believer readers, to another episode of Let's Read Spider-Man. And here's a guy who would never want to be working as hard as Captain Stacy does in retirement, my weary friend, Eddie. How are you today, Eddie? I'm, I'm a little tired, more tired than Captain Stacy is oftentimes. Um, I have a couple of friends who are retired and they really enjoy not having to work hard in retirement. So I'm looking forward to that. Not a Captain Stacy retirement. We will find out a little bit about Captain Stacy and his retirement options. And uh, you might be also interested in our sponsor today, ironically. So, um, all right. Yeah, it's good. It's going to be a great issue. Um, and speaking of issue, we're only going to do one issue today, if you don't mind. Um, and I actually have another request. I'd like to start the summary today because I have a thought right away that I'd like to get in. Um, so if it's all right with you, why don't you do the the title of the book um, and the issue number, and then I'll kind of jump in. Amazing Spider-Man 90 and Death Shall Come. And now I'm going to do it again just because I want to do it. I don't get to see these. And now, listeners of Let's Read Spider-Man. A story by Stan Lee, art by Gil Kane, inking by John Romita, and lettering by Sam Rosen. From 1970, November, issue 90 of The Amazing Spider-Man, and Death Shall Come. I like the change-up, James B. Thanks for letting me read the title, Eddie. Now the listeners can decide which one they like better. Okay, so here's the summary of the issue. Spider-Man battles Doc Ock's arms and saves himself by hiding in an air duct. Then, over the next three pages, Eddie, he makes a lot of jokes, including, Nice try, snake arms. And, I wish there was a superhero union. He also says, Now, in the best swashbuckling tradition, and he adds, I am one weary little webhead. So I'm glad he's back to joking. This is going to be a light, fun issue once again. What do you think, Eddie? It's so glad to hear a joke out of Spidey. It's been quite a while. Perhaps his depression is over. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, this is going to be a fun one. I'm, I'm glad that issue 90 is a change of pace. All good things ahead. Um, so why don't you pick up somebody from here? All right. As Peter walks home, he is sweaty and sick feeling from the bruising fight. Captain Stacy bumps into him and catches him as he faints. He awakes at the Stacy residence to Gwen watching over him. This is a great moment of what it would look like if Captain Stacy could help Spider-Man if he knew his secret identity. Right, James B? Yeah, uh, it, it, it does. It seems like if they were allies and friends and, and he was able to like help him after a battle, this would be perfect. Um, did you see that yet another comment that implies that Captain Stacy knows Peter is Spider-Man? Did you catch it in this sequence? Uh, of, of course I did, James B. <laughs> Why don't you remind me, though, what it is? Sure, Eddie. I'm on page seven. It says, I've never known anyone with such amazing powers of recuperation. <laughs> then Peter's thought bubble is, the way he said that, as though he suspects a lot more than he's telling. So. Yep, he, he's, he's spilling the beans there. That's... That's Captain Stacy. I also um, wanted to jump in here and give you some pet names. Okay. Uh, this is Peter and Gwen exchanging pet names. I'm not going to tell you who said what. You can just guess, okay? Uh, one person calls the other one Darling. Okay. Uh, man of Mine. Uh, <laughs> I hope that's Captain Stacy. 
<laughs> Anyways. A uh, pretty girl. Uh, my least favorite one all the time. You remember my, what my least favorite pet name is? Uh, not Tiger. It's um, I hate uh, it. Something Petey. It's Mr. Mr. Parker. Uh, oh yes. Uh, okay. I mean, I love Gwendy. I love <laughs> Gwendy. Calls her Gwendy. I think that's so cool. So, but anyway, they're they're dropping all their lines on each other all the time, and uh, yeah. So, sorry for the little uh, distraction. I just think this book is full of again more more light fun. In fact. Some other lines, it's when he turns back into Spider-Man, puts his costume on. Some of the lines he uses are, um, you bet your sweet bippity it is. And being a swinging superhero is almost like being in showbiz. And they say the show must go on. So there's all kinds of, I'm just so happy. This is such a fun issue. Um, Very lighthearted. Yeah, I love this. Uh, I'm feeling better. I'm feeling better already. Uh, Why don't you pick up the summary? Uh, Just like Peter Parker. He heads home and concocts something. He thinks will stop Doc Ock and loads it into his web shooters. Eventually, he catches up with the tentacled doctor and his mysterious web fluid causes Doc Ock's arms to turn on him. Um, first, Doc Ock controls his arms from 700 miles away, you know, last issue. Uh, next, Spider-Man is creating webbing that alters the tentacle's loyalty. I I can't un- understand why all these mind control things are happening, James B. Um, uh, is someone throwing psychedelic goblin bobs? Around Spider-Man, and I don't know about it. I, uh, I, I don't see that happening, but it, it, it could be. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Doc Ock's arms are throwing them at himself, and that's what's going crazy here. But Eddie, is it science of the Spider-Man books your second favorite part behind the web creations? I was delighted to see Peter Parker embrace his brilliant science mind once again to come up with something to save the day. You know, I've counted the number of test tubes he holds, and it's quite a few in those early issues. So this is kind of a throwback to the past that, you know, a a montage of concocting scientific thingies to make something is great. Speaking of a... a throwback to the past. I'm going to swing it around and make it a throw forward to the future. Do you think that the people who created and wrote the script behind No Way Home were thinking about the fact that Doc Ock's arms could turn on himself? And they said, hey, that happened way back in issue 90. It would be a direct correlation, I think, James B. In fact, I think the the previous issue, which has kind of the greatest hits of fighting Doc Ock was used prominently, um, probably more in Spider-Man 2, uh, the you know the second Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire, but uh, they're really drawing on this vintage of Doc, Doc Ock in the movies. Yeah, these are, these are books that we're all going to forget about one day, but you and I will remember that there's some gems in here, and this is definitely one of them because it's super, super fun. I like all the jokes, and uh, amidst the chaos, it's really fun to see all these funny moments. Speaking of chaos, um, Doc Ock is fighting his own arms and he destroys a chimney in the process and the falling, appear, and the falling debris appears to be heading for a child. At the last moment, the agile Captain Stacy dives, pushing the child from harm's way, but is crushed by the brick and mortar. Uh, it's kind of Super a sad. kind of a downer. We were having such a good book too, <laughs> big time. Really, we had a kind of well, we, you know, we'll see how he is feeling in a moment. But let's talk about this scene because I I read this part twice. The child, I'm looking at page 
18 if you're uh, also following along. I'm looking. Crowd's running away. There's a child there. If you look at the top of page 18, you can see a good dozen people running away, but not the child. He must. He, he's a tiny kid, isn't he? Who's um? Who's he with? <laughs> I can, I can only think that he's uh, lives in a nearby apartment and he's just been playing outside and. Maybe his parents are a little far away. He seems extremely unattended, too. That I will agree with you there. Jason. He's standing next to a manhole cover in the middle of <laughs> New York. All the people are running away. How old is this kid? If, if he was much more than, like, four, I would be surprised. Yeah, I was going to say five. Five-year-old kid just standing there. They're, they're awestruck by the battle. That's what's going on. Uh, listeners, you don't need to uh, pick up the book. I'm just going to tell you, nobody ever claims the kid. <laughs> After the kid gets pushed out of the way, there's no more. Nobody comes over and grabs the kid and says, my baby or thank you or anything. It's The kid's not relevant anymore. He's he's literally there to be pushed out of the way by Captain Stacy. Um, Eddie, what happens uh, after that? Oh, Captain, poor Captain Stacy. Uh, Spidey pulls him from the debris, and Captain Stacy stoically requests not to go to the hospital. As he reveals, he knows Spider-Man's secret identity. The retired captain dies in Spidey's arms on a rooftop. I'm gonna miss you, Cap. In a real way, particularly since this was the big moment. A reveal and a death at the same time. Super sad. So, Peter Parker never acknowledges to Captain Stacy that he's Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Captain Stacy's lines are, my boy, it's hopeless. I beg, put me down. I have to talk to you this little time. What is it, Captain? I'm listening. It's, it's Gwen. After I'm gone, there'll be no one to look after her. No one, Peter, except you. Spider-Man does not respond. He thought bubbles. Peter, he called me Peter, but he doesn't say it. Then he says, be good to her, son. Be good to her. She loves you so very much. And then when Spider-Man talks, he says, you, you know who I am. You must have always known, but you never told. You never gave me away, but he's already dead. He's already dead in that panel. What a downer. Poor Spidey. Peter never confirms it with him while he's alive. So he never gets to tell him, like, I know you. Thank you for keeping my secret. Or, yes, you're right. He just, you know, Captain Stacy knows. He says, I know you're, I know who you are. And then that's it. He never, but it's just, it's, it's not a conversation, though. You know what I mean? If you read carefully. Right. And, and it leaves Petey, Peter and, you know, Spider-Man in quite a mystery because, he says to him, you never told, you never gave me away. He may have also been implying, you know, like, does someone else know my identity that Captain Stacy knows? Because that could send him into anxiety, too. Do you think the second to last panel's too... I think that second to last panel's too much, what he says? Um, first, I lost Uncle Ben those long years ago. Um, no, I, I. this is... I mean, read the re- read the rest Peter, of it. 
First, I lost Uncle Ben those long years ago, and now the second best friend I've ever had. Uh, second best friend is a is a bold claim. The first best friend being Gwen, Harry, Doc Connors. <laughs> Who's the first best friend, James B? <laughs> you don't think Uncle Ben is the first best friend? I guess it's Uncle Ben is the first best friend, but I, Uncle Ben's your friend, you know? <laughs> Peter hangs out with old dudes. That's He's like the Marty McFly of the comic books. <laughs> it was a weird line for me because Uncle Ben is a father, not a friend. <laughs> and Captain Stacy's relationship with Peter is thanks. I mean, uh, it's weak. It's the only, it's the only, I mean, well, but besides the fact that the kid has no, you know, guardians, you know, little, little shaky at the end here, but <laughs> but listen, Captain Stacy goes out a hero and uh and right. and he reveals what he what we thought he knew. I think it's good that he gets to get that out and Spider-Man doesn't have to tell doesn't have to reveal himself, you know, even though he's already told him, you know, obviously our last podcast he discussed that he was you know, he was Spider-Man but then took it back. So, but whew, All right, well, that was a lot. Yeah. Seven, eight, I mean, it's so fast. It all happens in 17 panels. So it's a big deal. And just really a little chunk of this book. So, Well, we have a sponsor, but do we want to wrap this issue up? Any, I think we can wrap it up. I mean, there isn't... I don't have anything else that I need to add. Do you? I, my only thing is, is, boy, it would have been so nice if, you know, Spider-Man was having trouble. He'd head over to Captain Stacy's. Think of the resource he could have been... When he was trying to figure out how to defeat, you know, the lizard. He's an expert in supervillains, as we've seen him present at the Midtown Businessmen's Club. And he just would have been such an incredible resource to help Peter navigate all these really difficult situations he's in. So I, that's that's the most traumatic part for me. He's, he's lost a huge potential ally here. Well, I'd like to say that he didn't want to get the Stacys involved because it's too dangerous. But then again, I believe the Stacys have already been kidnapped and had to be saved by Spider-Man anyway. So right. maybe it wouldn't make that much of a difference. All right. Let's uh, let's get our sponsor, and then uh, I've got a nice little surprise for you after that. All right. Sounds good. Who's our sponsor? Eddie, have you ever hoped to retire, but you feel like your family you know, needs you to work? That, that is, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Please let it out if there's more you want to say. <laughs> I don't think I'm ever retiring, James B. It's just never going to happen. <laughs> well, here at Stacy Incorporated, you have an opportunity to retire, but still work. Now, here is how we accomplish that at Stacy Incorporated. See, you'll retire just like George Stacy did. People will call you retired. But you don't get, you know, you're not going to get paid anymore. But Eddie, you'll be right out there doing the work. Like founder George Stacy, working will keep you healthy and out of danger of becoming lethargic. Would you rather be 
Touring Doom Falls and the Academy of Latvian Sciences? Or would you rather be hanging out, you know, working the streets, hanging out in the alleyways near the coffee bean with young people and little kids in the streets? You know what I'm saying? Watching city life with crowds of people and abandoned children. Listen, our motto at Stacy Incorporated is be retired, but keep working and keep living. So, Eddie. You could contact Stacy Incorporated if you'd like to get back to work. And remember, a little hard work won't kill you. So uh, hopefully you'll be considering uh, working with Stacy Incorporated in the future. Well, you know, I do like working hard, but if I get to retire and read a bunch of Spider-Man, I guess, if that's my retirement plan, perhaps. I, I, I don't know about wandering around the city keeping tabs well, on Spider-Man. You can you could still do what you want, but I, think of think of how inspired George Stacy, Spider-Man's second best friend, was the kind of person <laughs> that wouldn't have been in that role if he wasn't available. If he was just a retired person sitting in his house, look at all the things he would have missed, all the opportunities he would have missed out on. He didn't say I'm retired. He said I'm retired, but I'm still working. He's retired Captain Stacy. He's basically running the police department. You can do that too, Eddie. You can tell your employer, hey, I'm retired, but I'm not going anywhere. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to keep doing stuff as retired Eddie. Oh, here comes retired Eddie. He's, there he is. He's retired Eddie. He's, he's going to, he'll take care of this problem. So that's all. You can do that with well, Stacy Corporate. They'll teach you how to set up a portfolio so you can keep working and be retired. Sorry, I'm going to Latveria to investigate the science things. That, that's what the I'm Academy saying. of Latverian Sorry, Sciences. Sorry, Captain Stacy. Okay, right. That's right, yes. Well, you know, if that's what you want to do, that's, you know, it's welcome. But hopefully our listeners will check out Stacy Incorporated. All right. It's game time, Eddie. We haven't done a game in a while. All right. I love games. Yeah, it's a game that has like the game show music kind of game. It's like a real game game. Like we've had some sort of games, but this is a game. Okay, Eddie. Okay. Now, we're going to take ourselves back to our third fourth, fifth, you know, podcast. Wow. And we're starting off with two. We're going to go right through six. The first thing is two is a two-parter. There's two different stories. And then three, four, five, and six are all different villains. So there's six villains, Eddie. Two and two. Okay. One and three, one and four. One three. All right. In any particular order, I don't need to be, to be associated with the issue. Can you name the six villains who appear in issues two, three, four, five, and six? Uh, I'm going to go Vulture, Tinkerer, um, Doc Ock, Doctor Doom. I don't think we have a mm, lizard. Yep, there's one more. And, and uh, I'll give you a little nudge. He's one of the members oh, of the Sinister Six. Correct. And is is it Electro? And the Frightful Four. I think he and the later. Frightful Four. Ooh, I should know this one then. I don't remember, James, but you're going to have to help me. Who's number six? You would remember if you paid better attention in school. <laughs> Uh-oh. It, it's, it's Sandman. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Thank you, James B. <laughs> okay. Spider-Man school. I'm like, oh, my God. Was I in Spider-Man school not paying attention again? So remembering those six villains, if you look at the okay. show notes and you scroll down a little bit, okay. at the bottom, I have written down the titles of their six stories. However, I left off the name of the villain. So here's what it says. It says, duel to the death with blank, face to face with blank, marked for destruction by blank. Nothing can stop blank. 
the strangest foe of all time blank, and the uncanny threat of blank. So if you're a diehard Spider-Man fan, Ooh. you would know the titles of these issues because these are the issues. So Eddie, you know the six villains. All you need to do is associate the correct name with the title. Do you see any that you think you know the answer to? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go... Ooh, oh, okay. Boy, it's going to be tough. Mark for Destruction by Dr. Doom. Is that your final answer? Yes. You are correct. Whew, one. <laughs> Great job, Eddie. You have one down. There are five left. Oh, it is multiple choice and sort of a matching game. So if you can get a couple right, it should make it easier for the rest. Okay. Uh, duel to the death with the vulture. Yes. You are correct oh, again. Thank goodness. Part, part of issue two was duel to the death with the vulture. Great job. That's two down. Now you only have right. the, re the remaining four are face to face with nothing can stop the strangest foe of all time and the uncanny threat of. Um, I'm going to go the uncanny threat of Doc Ock. The uncanny threat of Ooh. Doc Ock. I'm sorry. That one is not oh, no. correct, but that's okay. That's okay. It's, you, oh, no. you can make... We'll, we'll step back. Let's put that one aside, and uh, maybe you could get Man, one of the other ones. Doc Ock? Yeah. I, you know, I'm going to stick with Doc Ock and say, nothing can stop Dr. Octopus. Nothing can no? stop. Doc Ock is incorrect. There we go. It's incorrect. Oh, it is? <laughs> You've just got Doc Ock on your brain after all those Doc Ock issues. All right. I feel as though, can you give me Doc Ock? I feel, I don't want to You don't want to get it wrong again. again. I'm not going to yeah. give you which one of the last two it is. No, you need to. Oh man, harsh. You have to. <laughs> All right. Mm. Face to face with Doctor Octopus. Ugh. Once again, that is no, incorrect. Got... <laughs> Nothing can stop Doctor Octopus. You're... There we go. No, you've already gotten that one <laughs> oh, wrong that's the one I... too. Oh no. <laughs> you basically got them all wrong, and then you All went right. back I gotta... again. You've even lost right, track. I got to cross this one out. <laughs> You don't even know which one you have left as available choices. <laughs> you, you know, this is what happens, James B., when you um, play, try to play a game. This is a hard game. Well, I'll go it, on record it's hard for it. because I guess you don't spend as much time thinking about the titles. I'm No, I, I don't. This is part of my problem. The titles have been such garbage lately better. that they've been bothering me. And I was thinking, where are the good titles? And I'm thinking, in the beginning, at least they had a few words. I mean, Eddie, so in our last podcast, one of the books was called Doc Ock Lives. Like, come on. Right. Especially when the splash page says, I wonder if Doc Ock's alive or not. That's just horrible. Horrible. <laughs> Eddie, the Doc Ock answer, and everyone who's listening, go ahead and shout it out there. Let me hear you guys. I'm listening. What is it, everyone? They are correct. It is the strangest foe of all time, oh, Dr. Octopus. Man. So, Jeez. yes, that is the correct answer for that one. Eddie, I'm a little worried here that, that with the three people left, um, I'm a little nervous we haven't heard about the lizard. I mean, the lizard's supposed to be one of your guys. and I know. You, I don't even, you don't even know the title of his debut. Mm, nothing can stop the Sandman. Correct. Yes. Nothing can stop the Whoa. Sandman. It's true. Nothing can stop tough, him. Tough guy. Yeah. Tough guy. And then, man, I really feel like the uncanny threat of the tinkerer, right? Is correct. It is the uncanny threat of the tinkerer. And if you have to play face this, to face with the lizard, yes. there we go. By default, you are correct. 
Uh, there is a little bit of alliteration with destruction and doom. Nothing can stop right. Sandman, the threat of the tinkerer. And um, I think that was the only three that had them. So that's it. All right. Well, I hope our listeners did better than I did in that middle section there. So. I'm pretty confident that they did. <laughs> Eddie, where can people send you messages about how terrible you were at the game? <laughs> you could message us anytime at let's read Spider-Man at gmail.com. And we've had a few messages lately. Thank you, listeners. Or you can follow us on Twitter at let's read Spidey. And remember, listeners, if you have a four-year-old child, don't leave him abandoned watching Spider-Man fights. Goodbye. Goodbye. Stacy dies, dude. And, uh, I mean, you hadn't read this before, had you? No, I've never read this one. Percent blame for Spider-Man in the death of Captain Stacy. Now, hold on. Let me think of my number in my head first. Oh. Do you have one? All right. Yeah. All right. We're going to say it at once, but I'll, you know, ready? One, two, three. 15%. Six, 6%. <laughs> All right. So, I think he's two and a half more... I think he's two and a half more times responsible than you do. I was at so. 12 and then I cut it in a half. <laughs> I, he just, I mean, Captain Stacy, this is like his retirement job is doing this. He he was bound to find himself in trouble. I, The way he died, too, in such a, I don't need, don't take me to the hospital. I'm just going to die. I mean, way too stoic, you know. I, Captain Stacy... I think could have held on had he gotten medical attention faster too. When we see like Aunt May sick 5,000 times in the first, you know, 90 issues here and she never dies. And then suddenly Captain Stacy, I know he's crushed by some rubble, but 